It's inspired by your son's brand. You know, Cloud Connect, we have a, the hookah is connected to like a plug. You, you ever saw my logo? No, I never saw it. I'm going to show you. Mm. Wow, look at this. I just want to let y'all know we started recording too. What's good, everybody? We good, gang? <laughs> What's up, gang? <laughs> What's good, Oh, Joe? you're not going to do your microphone check, one, two, one, two now? Or? Oh, oh yeah. man. Anisha, the credit plug on the mic. <laughs> Period. Uh, I sound like Jay-Z. Can I give y'all an intro? Yeah, Absolutely. Yes, yes. How y'all doing out there? This is the I Don't Know Who Needs to Hear This Podcast. I'm your main man, Goldie Rue, Goldie Fast. My boy Jared just walked in. What's, What's up, yo? What's up, my boy? <laughs> What's up, friend? Listen, listen. Um, I got a special episode for you guys today. I, I got some dope ladies with me. Um, I've been trying to get this in the works for at least three weeks now. It was supposed to be for Women's History Month, but I feel as though these ladies are so dope. I need this conversation recorded. I need the listeners to tap in, and I think we're gonna have a real good conversation. So, ladies, can you introduce and, yourself? And we making history. And we making history every, every, every day. day. Every day. <laughs> so let me start. Let me start. Let me start to the left of me. What's up, y'all? What's up? Oh, it's What's not. up, gang? Oh, okay. It's me, your girl, Asia Lee. Back again. <laughs> Back again, and I'm on my bullshit today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jess. It's Jess. I'm sweet. I'm not. I'm not on no bullshit like A. <laughs> <laughs> and it's your girl, Lanisha, the credit plug on the mic. Mm. So how y'all doing today, ladies? Y'all good? Blessed every so, day. The goal for me here is I want to let y'all have the floor. I wanted to have a roundtable discussion with females to just really. Oh, this is a male-dominated podcast, so a lot of men talking. It's three men talking to shit all the time. So I just wanted to change it up, let women do what we do, and give a female perspective because we got a lot of male listeners. So mm. y'all got y'all got the ears right now. Y'all got a lot. Y'all got the ears of a lot of men who want to know what y'all think about. And it's not just we're not gonna we can, we're not gonna have a, like that that gender conversation. It's not a battle with the genders, but just mm-hmm. female bosses, man. Like that's right. what it's about, right? Right. Right, absolutely. <laughs> and you off a great Saluda. insight. Okay, so um, I'm sorry. One thing we, one thing y'all didn't do. Y'all introed yourself, but y'all didn't tell Y'all didn't tell like y'all didn't tell me what y'all were about, or tell the listeners what y'all about. So who gonna start? What you mean, what we about? What, what you we about? Do? What you do? What you, what you do? What make you a boss? Start there. Uh, what make me a boss? Yeah. What you got your hands in right now? What you doing? I'm on my own time every time. Okay. That's how. You, that's that's it. Yeah, I do what I want when I want. All right, that's what that's what we're going with. I like that. That's what that, you said. That's what, what makes me a boss. Okay, but what makes what really makes you a boss? Like, what are you into? What you got your hands in? Oh, I'm an influencer. Okay, you had this. We had this conversation. Oh, you before, want that's what I'm saying. Wait, you want you got to do it again. Unfortunately, oh, nigga. oh, in case y'all ain't know, exactly. I do it all. I do taxes. I have a hookah business, credit repair. I have several different lanes, like what Forex now. That's new on on the list now. I just start fucking with that. That shit about to be stupid. Mm. Watch. Let Jared get get in here. Start talking his shit too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jared. If uh, when we start talking, if the, that's my guy. That's I just started, so, so I don't know nothing. But yeah. I just I trade I, I traded one day. Okay, Jess. So run it up for me. Let me know <laughs> what what's can up. I say. Pretty much, I'm a beauty and a beast, okay. and I'm a woman of substance, because I'm, I'm in corporate America, I'm educated, but I'm hood. I got multiple in- streams of income out here in these streets. I got mobile car wash, so we on the streets. Oh, yeah. Um, I have a truck out here. I'm doing a lot of stuff. And I have another brand that's really about raising awareness in the hood that's coming. 
So, yeah, that's what I'm about. All right, Nisha, you got it. What's up? <laughs> so, it's your girl, Nisha, the credit plug again. So, basically, my mainstream of income right now consists of me helping people get on track with their finances by teaching them the importance of credit, um, amongst many other things. Uh, also, I'm just an entrepreneur all around. I also um, took over my son's clothing brand called Plugs. Shout out to Money Mark. Uh, yeah. And um, outside of that, um, I'm about to be a broker for life insurance wow. as well as a realtor. Uh, and also a boutique owner. Okay. What's she not doing? Right. <laughs> exactly. like we really What's do it all doing? at this mm-hmm. point. And I'm a mother of two. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. yeah that's my awesome. biggest job right there. <laughs> I'm a mommy, too. See, I know we just going to get mushy like that. This <laughs> early. Well, that's what the biggest job. Yeah, I'm a mom, too. Exactly. Kids, exactly. Man, that's a whole nother topic. Yes. How do you boss up and run your household the balance right there? That's crazy right I mean, here. I want to hear it. I'm not a mom yet, so right. I want to hear that from you So y'all. start there. Run it. Tell me. What was the question? How do you boss up while maintaining your motherly duties? How do y'all manage that? Ooh. It's really like you really got to try to have some type of structure in your household. Um, Pretty much sit your family down and let them know what your visions are, what your goals are, so that way everybody's pretty much on board and you're getting the support from everybody around, even the children, mm, you right. know, because I have to remind them sometimes, you want a pool in your house, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> For real, though, and they like, I want a jacuzzi too. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I have to remind them at times when I am working because my, my business, I work from home. Mm-hmm. So my mainstream of income is me home, talking to clients all day or on social media, and when I get them on the call I kind of need the house quiet so I have to train them mm-hmm. to actually be quiet while I'm handling people's affairs and I'm dealing with a lot of in-depth account information so it's important to make people feel safe when you capturing that information mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. see I have a great support system right now honestly I have my son's father who's very active the grandparents like I have the, the best support system right now so I'm just able to balance I have like a I have a schedule. It takes a village. Everybody pitches in. This person's picking up Junior. I'm picking up Junior. But all in all, I always tell everybody, no matter what I do, my main priority is my son. And everything gets shut down. Everything. Like, nothing will move if something is wrong with my son. And everyone is understanding of, of that and everything that I do. Like, they know when, it's, when I say, <clears throat> the baby, conversation over. Like, mm-hmm. nothing matters. But that's what I've worked hard to be able to have that luxury mm-hmm. because I didn't have it when I was working at FedEx. Mm-hmm. That made me miserable, too. Y'all know I said that already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another good thing, too, about being bossed up is that you get to determine when you work and when you don't. So if it's a little chaotic, you can kind of put the business on hold and right. schedule things around your own time. That's one of the beautiful things about being an entrepreneur. You, the that's time why you got the several, sh- several streams. That's why. I have several streams of income. So, y'all making me feel more confident because I'm not at kid stage yet, but I got four businesses out here. So, I used to be like, oh, I'm going to have to stick to one and, Shit, or two. Shit, your businesses are your kids, though. Yeah. You got to put that yeah. time with them. but when I go have family, I'm like, I only can have one, right? Or one or two. I can't be doing everything, but y'all's happy. But why so can't you do everything? I just thought yeah. time. But, just, uh-huh. but like you said, you got a village around you. My family's right. great. Hopefully, when I have a child, his family's great, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, we well, know well, you well, got a village. We know good. They got a village over there. They got an army. Let me say this. What's important is your daily method of operation, though. You got to have, like, a system 
when it comes to you building your brand, whatever it is that mm-hmm. you're doing, you have to have a, de- a daily method of operation that works for your business, meaning that it's, it's producing income in your business. Um, so time management is the biggest thing, right. you know, and basically by having a calendar and agenda that you can work towards like this half an hour, this is what I'm mm-hmm. going to be doing now. I'm not a stickler to it cause I get distracted. I get distracted. I'm not, I'm not even going to stand for it. I get distracted easily. But for the most part, if you can set some type of um tone like that, that'll really, really help you. Because Have a you plan, work your plan. Plan, work, promote <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. So can I chime in and get a little personal with y'all real quick? So um, Asia, you are a boy mom. Yep. Right, Nisha. You um, you have two boys, or no, no. Well, my son's no longer okay. here. Um, but I have two daughters, an okay. eight year old and a five year old, and then my granddaughter is over at the house a lot, and she's about to be five. Okay, so Mark. Okay, so Mark was the only boy. Yeah, um, we spoke. We spoke a little off air, so I got a little. You know, I got a little background on you. Um, like I said, I don't want to get too personal. Whatever you feel is off limits, you know. But um, I wanted to ask y'all. Do uh, you know? Is it a different? Especially you. Is it a difference? How you how you how you raising the you know the the um, the girls versus the boys? Definitely. And the same thing. And that my question for you, Asia, would be more so: Would you would you rate would you be raising you know your son different if he was a girl? You know what I mean? Like if you were if you had a daughter rather than a boy. You it know what is mean? different. I would have the same principles, you know, but you know, of course, there's going to be things that you have to deal with. If you it's want a girl. stricter on a girl. Because it's a little different. I know, like, for me, um, being a mom, and Mark was my only child for 19 years, so mm-hmm. me having yeah. my daughters was like me becoming a new mom mm-hmm. all over again because the age gap was mm-hmm. um, definitely there. And for me, like, you, de- I was protective of him, but when it comes to a girl, just from the crazy things that this world, mm-hmm. people in yes. this world, right. things I've seen happen coming up, things that's happened... That's to me I, coming up, you get what I'm that. saying? I just go a lot harder to um, protect th- them. You know, like for him, I was able to let him go stay the night out with a friend. I will get the background on what's happening to make sure no crazy stuff was happening. But he can go stay, but like they can't go stay with their friends mm-hmm. and they got brothers or daddy there mm-hmm. or boyfriend. Exactly. It's very seldom men I even allow my daughters to be around, and I'm just that way. That's mm-hmm. why being an entrepreneur when COVID hit for me, the time freedom of it, because I wouldn't have been able to work nobody's job having to worry about where my kids was going to be at right. and who they was going to be around for them eight hours being in somebody's house because right. too much fact. can happen. Like, we're in this room, the kids in the living room, too right. much can happen beyond my control. So that's just me. I'm much stricter on my And I think, I think when we raise your children, we always, we always go back to childhood. Mm-hmm. And so we always thinking of all the traumas, everything that we've experienced or things that may have happened, you know, in whatever, in the dark. And you start thinking about your kid and overload, and it makes you kind of crazy as a mom. But um, I think I will have the same energy uh, to a certain extent. To a certain extent, because I feel like that's unfair. Like, because we're agree. girls. So I, it's like, damn, like, mom, you let you let this this dodo brain go outside because we're smarter mm-hmm. than men. Yeah. yeah. You let this dodo <laughs> brain go outside and run the streets, oh, but man. I can't be outside past 10. Like, that's some hating ass shit. I got I got five brothers. 
<laughs> and I was the only girl for a long time. So I get it. That's I feel like annoying. my parents was like on my back, on my neck. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, I mean, I get it. I grew up to be the person I am today. But I definitely think my mom was and father was protecting me from what's out there. Because, I mean, they know the things they did as boys to girls. Even mm-hmm. my father. And right. seeing what they what they male friends did to girls. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think it was a protection thing. But I used to argue. It's not fair. My brothers get to do X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z. So I I, when I hope to be when I'm a parent that I'm balanced on male or female kind of thing. Not to not to mention for you, Jess, you have three older brothers. So yes. and then you have what three younger? So you are you literally are the middle? Yeah, or, I'm in the middle. Yeah, so you have you two younger, three older. So mm-hmm. wow. it's like how was that balance for you? Like how was how was that in terms of you know, giving and taking and yeah. you know, what you what you are being taught by the olders, but then the youngers you have to teach them and learn from what they're teaching you, their wrongs and you know rights and wrongs. Most certainly. So I always say the middle child's the best child. Um, because <laughs> they are. We we get to we get to see I'm both ends of it. I'm the we oldest. get to see both ends of, ends of it. My brothers, they got a story to tell. They they was out there in the streets or whatever the situation is. So I get to, I got to see how rough that was on my parents and how the sacrifices my mother and father had to make for what they was going through. Um, so then. Being a big sister now, I'm in the middle. Like, I got to show my little brothers and sisters different. Because right. if we only had this example, then we ain't getting far. Right. So I was the first to graduate college, set the precedent. Mm-hmm. Two of my siblings in college now wow. that's under me. When nobody above us went to college. Mm-hmm. First generation Period. college so, yeah. grad. That's what's up. So that's right. I think I think the middle's great. You, you get to see what went right, what went mm-hmm. wrong. Right. And then you get to help to influence what happens below you. And I, and I hold them accountable. Yeah. I was about to say, you set the standard, too, because yeah, I'm, I'm the baby. But you set the standard in terms of, um, you know, just being a baby and having to live up to the expectations of what was done before you. Mm-hmm. So it could go, bo- it could go, yeah, yeah, it could go yeah. both ways. But mm-hmm. All right, so we got a little bit of backstory on everybody. So y'all ready to get into your first topic? Y'all feel comfortable now? So good. All right, so the first topic on hand was how do you overcome doubt um, when you're going after your hustle? Just do it, man. Just do it. Don't doubt yourself. You got to believe in yourself, guys, no matter what it is. And I don't care what it is that you want to sell. It could be fertilizer. (laughs) (laughs) You need fertilizer to make the plants grow. You get what I'm saying? Like, it don't matter what it is. Somebody going to buy it. But you got to believe in it enough to put it out there and promote it. Like, for me, my side hustle turned into my main hustle. When I least expected to walk into my purpose in life at the most chaotic time in my life, I was able to walk into my purpose in life all because I said yes to opportunity. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you that, (laughs) it just, it went from zero to a hundred real quick. And now today I sit here even just mentally, um, emotionally, 10 times stronger, all because I did say yes to me because for a long time, I stopped dreaming. Mm-hmm. When I was going through life and everything was gone, like for those of y'all that don't know, I'm from the hood, I'm from Jersey City. My son, Money Mark, um, the plug, he was murdered here in Jersey City, and my opportunity fell in my lap when we child. was going through <laughs> trial for his murder Mm -hmm. you know i was going through one traumatic situation then my fiance mother passed away he lost his i mean it was just so much going on like we couldn't even catch a break and life was happening and it was like is this it this can't be it no i hands called for so much more and i just started becoming accustomed to being a mother all over again you get what Mm -hmm. i'm saying so i was giving so much of me to everything else and i had nothing for me but my depression and my grief man and let me tell you something. Uh, thank God to my cousin who didn't give up on me, and she kept staying on me. And 
I just jumped out there. Um, faith. Faith. I kept praying. I yes. pray. I don't know what nobody religion is, but I just kept praying for change. And when I was drowning in life, that's when my opportunity came. And I'm glad that I didn't let it pass me over because of my mindset, because I was allowing my obstacles to keep me stuck. And it got to the point where I had to use those same obstacles to fuel me. I was making mad excuses, like mm-hmm. why I can't do this, why I can't do it. I always inspired to be a business owner, but didn't know where to start. I didn't have a business plan in order. I didn't have the finances. Right. And how I got into the credit was because a lot of my my visions revolved around me needing to have or be credit worthy. Mm-hmm. So that's how I wound up walking into my purpose and helping people get their credit fixed because I needed it to help myself. And then mm-hmm. me just putting it out there and referring people six months of me just getting my credit fixed. I was able to fire my boss mm. just yeah. from me referring people to the same services that I once Shit needed. Now and I'm home all day from my cell phone running a six figure business, getting to that bag. I, I second everything she said. And what's next for me when overcoming doubt to go after your hustle is having good people around you. Right. So having conversations with a people team. like her, a team. I'm not even going to lie. I went to college. I felt like I was a, a doer, a worker, a worker bee. That's what I call myself, right? So I'm like getting the work done, nine to five, that's life. Having people like Asia's my real life friend. That's mm-hmm. my partner, my business partner. She pushed me on some stuff because I had, I had an idea, I had a brand, and I was sitting on it. Like, mm. I was sitting on it, and I wasn't doing nothing with it. So having people around me that's pushing you to go after stuff is a part of coming overcoming that's that right. doubt, that believe in what you got going on. Because you right. can't be around people that's doubting you, that's, mm-hmm. that's putting putting their fears in you. That's the Man, thing. this the I'm, season of unseating yourself at yes. tables that don't serve you. Yes. If it's not adding value to your life, mm. then you need to eliminate it and start yes. sitting yourself at tables. That's one of the things, right. like, I didn't know Asia from a can of paint. Mm-hmm. I met her through my services, and we have great life mm-hmm. talks together, you know, and that's what it's about. It's about um, helping each other elevate to higher levels, empowering yeah. one another. Word. That's what it's about. Mm. There's a book that you, um, I mean, uh, something you said, that's a book called Purpose in the Pit, where you can... And the mic jerk. It's a, yeah, it's a book called Purpose Purpose in the Pit, meaning mm-hmm. like you're in the fire, mm-hmm. but you birthed something out of you that cultivates your whole life and mm-hmm. like really, you know, sets fire and puts your trajectory on another level. So Word, 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 because I'm ignorant on fire out here. <laughs> for real, for real. <laughs> And it was in the midst of that and that confusion and everything that I actually did walk into my purpose. I always help people. I always help people got the short end of the stick. Now I help people and get paid. And I love what I'm doing. I'm the solution to so many people's problems out here. You know, and for me, it brings me so much satisfaction because a lot of people don't know which way to turn. Mm -hmm. And the fact that I'm able to be the person to help people reach those major milestones in their life or whatever their goal is, it just... You know, I'm just excited about being able to be that person. Let me ask you something. Did you ever doubt plug? This is a fresh water. <laughs> the brand itself. Did you ever? Yeah. Did you ever doubt? Plugs? I never doubted it when, even, even while he was on Earth. And when just, Mark was here, even when he started rapping, I told him you need to do a little better and start <laughs> practicing, <laughs> like for real though. Because I'm like, you a rapper now, my nigga. <laughs> You know, and that's, you know, I always encourage my son and, and, and instill not valuing him, but whatever he decided he wanted to do before plug, he, he, Mark, because that's where it all started. When Mark went to college, we used our finances to get him in college and stuff like that. And things was tight. 
financial-wise because mm-hmm. I was with child, pregnant with my first mm-hmm. daughter, and I was out of work with no mm-hmm. income. Mm-hmm. No income. DJ was the only person holding it down at the time, and Mark decided to come out of college. He started Live Love Life. That was mm-hmm. his first brand, mm-hmm. Live Love Life. And I supported him. I helped him sell it. I promoted He was um, doing the stream print, and he got hired at the post office, and then he started plugs. Um, shout out to Boomer because that's his business partner, mm-hmm. um, um, Capital Culture. Um, his brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he it's it was his vision, but he basically gave it to Mark and said, "This is you. Take it and flood the streets with mm-hmm. it." And him and Mark and Mark was doing it. And I always supported Mark with whatever you do. Go to my page. Go back. You see whatever my son did. I was writing for him even when he was doing the studio time and doing the music. I'm like, now look. You're going to have to practice if this is what you're going to do, and you're going to have to find some real shit to talk about because you can't be out here talking about stuff that you're really not about. You're going to have to pick and choose sides that you're going to take when you're rapping about other people's beefs, but that's a whole nother segment. Right. But anyway, I always supported him, whatever he's doing. I, I knew this could be big, man, because the way he was promoting it was no, with all the original... Um, the the plugs like um Pablo Escobar mm-hmm. yeah. um Rosé yeah, all that he, he was inspired like it's mad different looks to the plugs on uh, but shout out to to Money Mark the plugs um if y'all need some plug wear holla at me too hey. yes period so on you yo how to overcome death okay so well I think before you can fully overcome that doubt you have to build yourself up and and that comes to what Jessica said about surrounding yourself around people who build you up, um, having those conversations, extending yourself. I always talk about, you know, networking Mm -hmm. and it's just great to have someone to empower you. But you also, like I said, you have to build yourself up. You got to do the work. Mm -hmm. You have to be so confident in your shit that nobody can tell you nothing different because people have a way of speaking their fears into you. People have a way of forcing their realities onto you. And if you're not fully confident in yourself and your shit, mm-hmm. then you're going to get got right about your moment because you let some, cause you didn't build yourself up. You know what I'm saying? Don't ever let it be based on nobody else, your peers or what nobody got to say or how nobody got to feel. You got to be real confident in your vision because it's your vision. You can't get, you can't always get people to see it because it's what you're seeing. It's not, it's not inspiration yet. So, be confident in yourself. Build yourself up. Be knowledgeable about what you're trying to do. Mm. That's real. And walk in your truth. Yeah. I like that you're saying that because some people might consider like that conversation cliche. Like, oh, how do you stop? You know, how do you overcome? Because the world is so big, but. Sometimes you never know who need to hear, like, yo, keep going. Mm-hmm. For real. Because it'd be people out here during COVID season, a lot of people stop their money, and a lot of people mm-hmm. stop doing a mm-hmm. lot of things. Mm-hmm. Even rappers, you see the money was slowing down. Mm-hmm. Jokers mm-hmm. were losing their mind. Right. So you never know who needs to hear, you know, to hear that encouragement to, like, keep going. So Asia right, though, because right. that's where, um, if I would have listened to everybody else, I wouldn't be where I was at where I'm at now because once people saw I was serious about it, the people around me wasn't the people that were supporting me. I took my business to social media and that's how it was people I didn't know. And real talk, these people I didn't know came into my life and started adding more value in my life than people that's been in my life forever. And that's real talk. But even when it came to me deciding to walk away from corporate America, because you won't be coming up to that next. Like, I was battling with the 
with the um mindset of the um comfort zone, like the every two exactly. weeks, and I know I got this based Denzel. off of me being my own boss, and now I only can rely on whatever production I'm gonna do mm -hmm. because the yeah the money was overtaking my daytime job, but the money started slowing down mm -hmm. too because my daytime job started wanting more and starting to take me try to take me off knock me off my course right. should i say but when i was making the decision to walk away from corporate i wasn't getting really the support that i needed and had i really cared about what anybody else was saying i wouldn't be where i'm at right now and i said nope this is I'm looking to create generational wealth for my yes. family. Right. So a nine to five, and no no disrespect to nobody that work a nine to five, but you're not going to be no millionaire mm -hmm. from that. Yep. You got to find let's different be clear. streams of income. <laughs> you may be able to live comfortable. You make you get into the bag and you're making some good money an hour, a good salary. You'll be able to live comfortable. But when it comes to generational wealth, you need multiple streams of income, ma'am. You speak to any millionaire. They got at least seven mm -hmm. streams of income. At least three of them are residual. So you got to find you some residual power. I, I just want to chime in, right? Because when it, last time Asia was here, Asia made that same point, and we, we joked it out the room, like, don't quit your day job if y'all in it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. seriously, um, because uh, we got two entrepreneurs here, and and, and um, Jess is a nine-to-fiver who's going to leave eventually, right? And so I want y'all to talk to me about the work ethic that you're putting in because y'all are always on call. Y'all mm -hmm. always working. Mm -hmm. You know, Jess just punches out at five and then she goes I got to yeah. business. Exactly. I got to run. So yeah. it's like y'all are running the business twenty four seven. So talk to me about that. Well, I wanna start with you, Asia, because Well, one thing I wanna say to people who um wanna quit their nine to five, you're gonna be working way more hours than that nine mm -hmm. to five where you're an entrepreneur. Like it's not gonna get easier. You're gonna be working from sun up to sundown, blood, sweat, and tears, but you're working towards something that's yours. Mm -hmm. You're building your own dream. You're not helping someone build their dreams mm -hmm. because that's what they're doing. Like, they're paying you to forget your fucking dreams. So, I mean, if you were 9 to 5 and, that, and that's where I am today, you use that to fuel your, your husband. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? yeah. Like, you need, of course. You need steady, steady use income. Them. So, I, I, I use my 9 to 5. That's the money in the bank so I don't have to go out and take no personal loans because I, I ain't have a, no business credit to start up start nothing so i'm gonna take that money i'm making nine to five i'm gonna start my business and like you said the whole doubt thing and and going after if going after what you want mm -hmm. in covid i started a business which is which is wild to even think about like yo you out here you get coming up with a hustle and, and during covid but that hustle fueled my next hustle now oh, i got right. another business off that income so i definitely think nine to five brings me brings me some extra money in my pocket um after i pay bills so i can go do everything else i want to do well, let me say this. Start using liquid to fuel yes, the vision. Yes. <laughs> so it's all good to have the, the cash on hand to be able to do whatever. But why use your money if you can use somebody else's money and you can use that money you now save to pour into the business, yep. to get the business up and running? You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like like, like we was discussing that you already are an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Although you are 9 to 5, you have your trucking business yep. that you just launched and um, right now. And that capital that you use to buy into that could actually fund a salary for the whole driver right there yep. for a year now yep. that you're paying into that driver that you're waiting to get. So your credit can take you a lot further than that. But yes. um, 
What was the um? I got off of that when I just went to say that. I lost my train of thought real quick. Uh, oh, you can't work. You can't <laughs> like fuel nobody else's dream. You can't fuel nobody else's dream without fueling your own. I'm just rambling though, yeah. no, but for nah. real though, you got to be willing to go harder for yourself. Like, cause real talk though, I put blood, sweat, and tears when everybody else sleeping. I'm up. Mm-hmm. You'll mm-hmm. catch me on Instagram and somebody DM at three in the morning, four in the morning because one, I'm in all fifty states, so I got the whole West That's Coast that I'm servicing. Mm-hmm. So when I put them children down, like DJ be waking up at night, like you still like. Oh, I'm working. Oh, he'd be like, you got to find a turn on button. But why? Right. When I can jump in and out when I want. Like, I'm not taking away from y'all, doing nothing from y'all, or whatever the case is. If it requires me to hop on the line to sign this person up at midnight, which I do a lot of my business between the hours of 10 and 2 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? That's what it takes to build an empire. Mm. For yes. real, though, I go days without... That's why I shut it down today, because I had to go catch a little quick nap so I could come here and be prepared for this or whatever yeah. the case right. is, because I had other things that I needed to do. But see, when you're an entrepreneur, you have the privilege of doing that. But what I want to say, you guys, is don't go every day fueling somebody else's dream and go working at 9 to 5, and then when you come home, you ain't got no energy for your own business. Mm. I hear so many people say that. I'm I'm so tired. No, go harder. That's when you press and you push and you don't stop. Drink a red bull. Do something. Do whatever you gotta do that's gonna give you that next little um piece of energy that you mm-hmm. need to right. keep keep depressing. I'm yeah. telling you, man. Yeah, I'm living on what is sleep right now. I, yeah, but yeah. don't don't break <laughs> yourself down. No, eat well, drink water, eat your vegetables. That's right, drink lots Take of your water, vitamins guys. and shit. Don't let it affect your health. Don't let no money Absolutely affect not, your you health. Absolutely not, because you can enjoy the wealth without health. Yeah, yeah, health. yeah exactly. Yeah. Take care of yourself, but when it's grind time, it's grind time. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to jump around a little bit. Uh, I like where we're going. I like how we're flowing. Nisha brought up generational curses and just brought, uh, brought up a point about uh, her being the first college graduate. So I want to bounce around the breaking uh, generational curses. Can we start there? For me, that's real big because um, I commend you and hats off to you because for me, I was the first person just to graduate high school in my family. Now, how real is that? Yeah. Like, And my, for me, that's what it's about. It's about, I want to be the face that's on the mantle of my grandchildren, grandchildren, grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For real, though, that's the type of bag I'm, 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 I'm working towards right now. Like, I'm not playing with it. I'm out here all the way. And, and it's never too late to break generational curses. She yes. can do it today, no matter how old she is. Mm-hmm. I, I've been like I've been into financial literacy since I was in college because I saw poor credit. I knew how hard it was to get loans to go to college. I almost mm-hmm. didn't exactly. go. There were semesters where I was like, oh, my God, I can't go back. I don't even have money for books. My parents didn't even got good credit to put anything on a credit card so I could go get this book. Burn. So breaking generational curses don't start when you're young. It starts, my mother, I've been on her back about buying a house. My mother, 50-something years old, she just bought a house. Word. Her I'm, first house. Uh, and, I'm like and, double your age, man. <laughs> Shout out to y'all, though, because y'all not letting anything hold y'all yep. back. You get what I'm saying? Especially um, you, Asian. You done been through a lot. Married, you know, your son. And you got multiple streams of income. For me, you know, like, I'm in my 40s. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm in, going to in my mid-40s or whatever the case is. And when, when it's never too late because I didn't walk into my purpose until I was, like, 42. You said married. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, no, no. Married. Give me that pen. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Hold on. This is what we do. I got right? a baby daddy. Hold on, hold on. This That's is it. what we do. 
Um, I on saw this show, <laughs> at any, listen, at any time when somebody <laughs> says some shit that you don't want the world to know, just yell, cut. We take a time stamp and we cut that shit the fuck out. But uh, okay, okay, I'm just saying. Yeah, we do that a lot. We don't want you to I know, I got son. a baby daddy. <laughs> Yo, hold on. Did I cut my shit? We cut a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we cut that. <laughs> we cut that shit. But go ahead. I'm sorry. It's my turn. What yeah, was the question your, again? It's, it's your turn. Generational curses, man. Oh, oh. I'm going to need you to be active, too, yo. Me? I need you to turn this shit up. For yo. me, What's up? you want to know something? Up, my my the, gen- <laughs> the generational curse for me, to me, that, the, that I'm the most proud of is more than... Cause I've bro- broken many barriers. Like I, I'm, you know, first of my family to have, you know, good credit and have my shit up into the seven hundreds or whatever like mm-hmm. that. Um, my favorite generational curse was mental health that I broke mm-hmm. because I watch. You know, I've spoke about my mom and stuff like I've watched her deal with certain things and how she went about things and I feel like it was simply because she didn't really have the knowledge. And so that's why I say I comedy I always say that, you know, she did the best that she could. You know, it took me to grow and be a mother to actually see that. Mm -hmm. To even be able to see that shit. It really did. But um I think that's the biggest one for me. Like dead ass because I didn't I didn't want to feel like I was broken, mm-hmm. like something was wrong with me because that's what they would make it seem like. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that. It was just like I needed that knowledge mm-hmm. of how I needed that. Part of your journey. Yeah, yeah. Your so process. that's why I'm very big on, I talk, I talk about mental health a lot. Oh, excuse me. You good. I talk about mental health a lot as well. That's serious yes. right Yes, there. it's so important, especially with being an entrepreneur because, if you ain't right up here, you can't show up. Like, mm-hmm. you cannot show up, and you have to be able to show up. Even when it's hard to. You feel me? Like, I have bad days, and I still am able to bring myself down. You know what I'm saying? Whatever whatever I'm going through, I'm, I, I get through it. And that's because I have the knowledge now. It's because I've been, you know, mm-hmm. reading these books. I always talk that I read books about mental health mm-hmm. and stuff like that and just... Gaining breaking, knowledge on breaking it. general cur- yes. curses is like breaking chains, chains, right? That's so what you when do. you yes. break those, you feel free. You yes. feel mm-hmm. to go be a better mother, be a yeah. better bi- bring your business better. You just free. You you opening doors and opportunities when you let that baggage go that you never even dreamed of. But it's really. like you said, just too surrounding yourself around positive people. You got to either put yourself around people that's where you want to be or going yes. where you where you're going. And I tell you that's that for one. me, though, generational curses. When it comes to what it is that I'm doing, like we wasn't taught, we wasn't taught this. Like I come from a household, my my mom, like and dad, they robbed Peter to pay Paul all their life. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? They did the best they could do too, you know. And they didn't, they wasn't taught about financial literacy. I wasn't taught, I wasn't teaching, you know. I started teaching Mark about it or whatever the case is, but for me. Like, I don't have no millionaires in my family or whatever the case is. Like, um, I don't, I, I'm teaching my daughters about credit and stuff now. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? The goal is to start building their credit now. 
as soon as they hit teenagers, and that's what people do. You get what I'm saying? But right. for me, it's the alcoholism in my family. Yeah. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Although I do drink occasionally, um, I've been able to not fall down that lane when it comes to that in my family. I watch um, alcohol do some crazy things to, to my family, so that's one generational curse. I'm happy that me and my sisters outside of seeing how my mom interact with her siblings or, you know, mm-hmm. my dad, they're pretty close, but to not be able to be like they were mm-hmm. and, and the foundation that we set, we're very family-oriented. Mm-hmm. That's one curse that we've been able to break. So I'm just excited so, about the many, many more. As women, you you guys are ladies, so it's like I think that millennials, and it, 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 it maybe it didn't start with millennials, but the, the generational curse of, the tolerance that you women will take from a man in relationships. Um, I can remember a time where my grandmother would be like, you know, you would put up with X, Y, and Z. Granddaddy would have a whole side family. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> not your grandmother. <laughs> but it was what? different we, back we, in we the not day our, now. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, yeah. Say, like big, big, say, I don't know why you whisper and say it, nigga. Say, not my yeah. grandmother. Exactly. <laughs> women are more independent, exactly. though, back from the grandmother. You get a lot of men who will knock it. Oh, I like my woman, and I need my woman like this. Like, you know what I mean? You're too defined. Or, but at the end of the day, it's, you know, grandma sat home. You know, y'all are go-getters. Mm-hmm. I need to go get my own. I can't Females. depend on you. I can't have a co- And as men, even now, it's like I, I want my woman to be, I, I told her, we can't have a codependent relationship. If something happens to me today, you still got two daughters. You still got to feed them. Mm-hmm. If I die today, they still got to eat. Right. You still got to go on. You know what I'm saying? And vice versa. And so I need you to have that mind state. If I'm fucked up, you still, I mean, like if I lose this job today, we need money to pay bills regardless right. of whether I'm out or not. And I got, and vice versa. So yeah, you want I think that's, that's a big deal. Be an asset to yeah. you, not a liability. I mean, shout out to everybody getting taken care of, yeah. you know, but I want my own back. Anything yeah. extra that he gives me is just extra. You get what I'm saying? But, um, but, but, but tolerance overall, what you put up with, you know what I'm saying? What you've dealt with in the past oh, or what, <laughs> you know, what grandmoms and moms dealt with in the past, y'all know, like, I'm not putting up with that. I'm man, not going for that. Man, we put up with a lot just out of love, so, period. Yeah. With my with my situation, I didn't have my grandparents, like, to see that part, but I had mom and dad in front of me, and one thing that I knew that my mother wasn't ha- having shit. Like, yeah. and she took care of her three kids by mm-hmm. herself. So, if anything, that kind of taught me to not put up with bullshit like mm-hmm. to always be independent but it kind of drove me a little bit crazy now like being older yeah. like so it's like where well, I would just be looking for shit like just to feel like I gotta I wouldn't I wouldn't feel safe it, it, it allowed me not to feel safe mm-hmm. and if I don't feel safe how can I even have a successful relationship mm-hmm. so that actually kind of hindered me to a point because sometimes I feel like I feel like, well, the my my mother's generation of what they was going through. I feel like it kind of taught you to, it taught women to be too independent. Mm-hmm. Like it's like we, it's like we raising our daughters now to be like, you don't need no man and mm-hmm. you don't. Uh, uh, but that was the agenda because they know that if it's a man in the house, what capability we would have as a as a race. You get what I'm saying. Am I making sense? No, you're making perfect sense. So I don't teach my daughter so, that though. Okay. I had to learn. I still I want to submit. I want to be able to yeah. submit, but you got to be a boss ass mm-hmm. nigga for me to 
But that, so you, no, gotta be lead, you gotta be leading me somewhere that's you gotta be bossy of boss niggas. You submit regardless. You you submit to each other's feelings, to each other's understanding, mm-hmm. and things like that. So I don't really put a gender on that. Like, okay. cause men go through things too right. yeah. in a relationship. They need you help too. Saying? No, I know what you mean. They need help too, but I do see a lot of women give them give get like for me, like for instance, like um before my relationship now. Um, I always been very independent and when it came to the point that I was in the position that I couldn't provide or do for myself, for me that was a whole new chapter in my life and I had to submit to somebody else, you know, pretty much having control over everything that came to my needs, you know, my my, my living situation mm-hmm. and everything like that. And it felt good. I'm not going to say it because he did a great job taking care of me. He still It's do. terrifying, though, But right? it is it's fearful it's when terrifying. you don't have no control over what you're doing. And that's when you're like an alpha female, like at that mm-hmm. kind of yeah. And Ooh, you I used to be in the control. That, so for me, that was... Like, so that was all new to me, and sometimes it will cause problems because I'm like, okay, it's good that you're doing for me, and yeah, I can sit back and I can live comfortable, the heat on, the TV on, I got food, I got everything that I need, but I want to be a part of the team, yeah, and that was right. the important thing. Don't leave me out and make me feel like I don't have a voice because I'm not contributing. Right. So yeah. that's the biggest thing, mm-hmm. like being an actual team together. Some people get taken care, and they don't have no say in what's going to happen. Like that person that's financially Funding everything is calling all the right. shots. Mm-hmm. Oh no, you're not going out tonight. Right. You can't get your yeah. nails That's done my thing. That. that was my They're fear. You. That someone would have too much control of me. Manipulation so, coming. Yeah, play. because I've been, I've actually dealt with men that kind of made me feel like that. Like I lost my power. They and, insecure, and insecure. It was a lot for me to. I had to actually build myself up to where I'm at today. You know what I'm saying? And to the point where it's like, like I said, it kind of still kind of hinders me because I still had that fear. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I would consider myself an alpha female. Would you consider yourself an alpha absolutely, female? Yes. Absolutely. So I think with being a boss, that's kind of your nature. You are alpha, fe- mm-hmm. uh, alpha. That's what it is, alpha female, alpha woman, whatever. Um, in dating, it's so tough. Ugh, it's so it. tough <laughs> to deal with these men when you bossed up. Like, I'm going to be real honest. Like, a lot of men say they want women that are contributing and that they are bossed up and they have all these things going for themselves. But that's when that that insecurity come out. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. dealt with a lot of it. A lot. Not, I can't always say that. Shit. I always say weird shit like that. Yeah, I, say, I've I've dealt with a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Hey! <laughs> hey, if you did, you did. Like, that's your truth. But Nobody can't I'm use saying, it against you. I, what I mean is, like, I've dealt with men that their insecurities always came out. Yeah. And it was, what they had to do with money, they felt like... You got to start dimming your light. To yeah, it's like... It's like... Them or it's like but but it would come out in other your, ways, your though. It yeah. would come out in other ways, though. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't show in... Certain, it would be, like, shade or, like, weird shit going on. But it's really, like, me having a, the the emotional intelligence i'm like seeing like what is what it really is like you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying because anytime a man isn't feeling secure in himself or happy in his life it's gonna be hectic in the relationships too like I, we get we have mood swings they got they get moody too they like, relieve stress though too i'm yeah. sorry go ahead I don't you know what is the crazy right thing my mother always made me 
said it to me. She said, I let your father think he wear the pants, but I actually run shit. <laughs> like, I, 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 I actually, you got to do that I, shit. I, you, yo. Like, and, and then what I'm learning that in, in my relationship is just that, like, I want you to feel wanted, but I'm not going to, damn sure not going to make you feel needed. Mm. So, like, right. my mother made my father feel wanted. Like, all right, you doing something, you leading, great. But I, but we know who the boss is. Like we, we know what's what. Let's be clear. Don't shit move unless we say so. Yes, no, that's exactly. a fact. <laughs> exactly. Well, a part of a part of control is giving enough. A part of being in power is giving power, empowering someone else mm-hmm. enough to think, hey, mm-hmm. I got the you, you yeah. got the power. Mm-hmm. But you gotta sometimes you gotta remind them. At the end of the day, I could always flip that switch back, and I could always take that back. Right. You know what I mean? So don't ever, you know, sometimes you gotta remind them, humble yourself. Mm-hmm. As men, we need that too. But I want to ask you, so... But y'all say that, but y'all don't really mean that. But that's the thing, though. You, <laughs> yeah, don't be mean You feel shit. as though you're an alpha female. And I'm not going to take that from you. You know, that's a, that's a feeling that you have. What happens when an alpha female runs into an alpha male? There's got to be a compromise of power. Day. <laughs> all, yeah. all day. No, exactly. You, yeah. you got to be a compromise. Yeah, it's compromise on, on, on both sides. For real. It's, it's I mean, a relationship is give and take. So if you're going right. to be with a partner, regardless, it's going to be give and take. And we, I'm letting go of some things, and I'm let, and letting you run some things vice versa. So it's all, it's all give and take. Right. And, I didn't, and I didn't, I, like I said, but, I didn't mean for this to be a gender thing, but... Are you able to say, like... To your lady that okay your your choice like if y'all trying to figure something out is she you think she actually has the better would you actually submit it, would you be like okay well you right I, I, I submit I submit to Didi all the time but I also need that in return because mm-hmm. this there are things that she's great at there are things that she's gonna take charge on and I'm with that and it could be little things it could be vacation like oh whatever you with babe I'm with it like we going there. That's what we doing. You know what I'm saying? But then it's like, but nah. But is that what it is? Or you just don't want to have to do the footwork and make no, the decisions so you we, leave we it both, to us? We right. both plan. What is they, it really, though? No. Tell the Men do that. We do that. We lazy. We lazy. You give her control over what you don't let a man What you don't do. You give her a man like. Fellas, we got to eat that. We do that a lot. We're talking about vacation. We're not talking about that. Okay, give me an example. Do you let your shorty manage all your finances? Do you let shorty manage all your finances? Does she manage all your household finances? Hell no. But it comes to who's better with the money. money. Mm-hmm. No, well that's well, we got it. We not married yet, so mm-hmm. that I think that that comes with marriage. That okay. that's the conversation to be had. Wow. But I, wait, wait, yeah. But that's but are no, y'all playing husband and wife? No, nah, no, nah, we get we going in. We going in. We not. I, don't, I ain't playing with you. Cause like, not being married yet, but then she's I'm home being wife. Cut. She's on right. <laughs> Give me a, give me an example. No, <laughs> for real though. Like no, real talk. Cause my dude do that too. Cause he don't want to have to put no effort oh, but into but making I'm, a decision. But, so he throw it on me on mm. the little shit. But then you want to oppose everything. That's no, yo, well, accountability. Do that shit accountability is big, right? So I'm acknowledging. Hey, you bringing that to me? I'm acknowledging. I I do that. Your woman not going to come to you with that same sensibility and talk to you like that and explain that to you. She not going to see that. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes it take an outside perspective to say that. It, it take an outside perspective for you to see that. Because I didn't think about it like that until you said something to me. But she, if she would have said it, I would have been like, nah, you tripping. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But that's why I said give me an example because I'm all for, like, I'm all, you know, I'm transparent. I'll, I'll tell it if it's if that's what it is. Because 
right now, but but finances are a bigger deal because finances, you know, that comes with a bigger burden. It's like I asked them, I asked them on here, like I asked these niggas before, yo, would you give your pussy away before you give your credit score away? How much do you value your body versus how much do you value your finances? <laughs> you know, you know, no, I was, you know what I'm saying? You you quick. It's one or the other. You got to give your pussy away or your credit. Yeah. Damn. Nobody using my credit. I'm sorry. No, not necessarily. Oh, okay. Okay. No, no. Okay. 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 I'm not co-signing. No. Okay. I'm going to help you. I'm, my point was, you more susceptible to bust it open for a nigga before you let a nigga know what your credit is. You get what I'm saying? We just, that's just how we... Or access we, your credit. Yeah, to even have access to your credit. You more susceptible to let a nigga have so your body would, before so your finances. I would let a nigga get some ass before I let him lease the BMW on my name. No, not that's even that. You like wouldn't that? even... How how much? Sometimes it's just a matter of even telling the nigga your credit. The nigga mm-hmm. asks you, "What's your credit?" Oh, cause they be making plans and shit. Yeah, exactly. But that don't mean shit gonna work out for them. But what? But, but niggas really do be making plans. But my for point is, I don't know conversations. Exactly. But my point. <laughs> so, but my but my point to but my point to say that is like you're you're more susceptible to give you know to give your body away, and as men too, you're more susceptible to have sex than you are to have t- serious financial literacy. You know, I, I, I'm bragging on this credit score. They might, they, might, oh, okay. they might want to have those type of conversations because if this credit okay, score matching t- mine, then let's, let's we elevate, might even yeah. be sitting down yeah. at dinner. Because yeah. like, exactly. it, it all depends on what you're looking for. Some women, a lot of women that, that's in a successful situation, they don't want nobody that's not going to come in and add value to what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they may help you. Like, I believe in we can build together yeah. and grow together. As long as you got a vision and a plan, you get what I'm saying? I'm not one of those, yeah. you know, type chicks that ever been like money hungry mm, or nothing right. like that. Anything I ever did, cut. We not talking sexual. Like <laughs> I can't even get into that. Cut, cut, cut. No, it's not. It's because that was my choice, and I just wanted to do it though, real talk yeah. though. Like, but no, I get, I get what you're saying. But no, that was just my perspective of finances though. Like, how how often do we actually talk finances with our lovers in general? I think that's. that's important, I think I think it's though, important. See? I think it's important because if you plan on a future with somebody, I need to know. Like, what's your credit now? Score? You I'm, pay your I'm having those conversations. I have those conversations. But that, oh, okay. So I just wanted the honest truth. Like, yeah. all right, Asia being real. Like, nigga, no, I wasn't. Like, that's I wasn't all I'm before, saying. You could be. You could be lovey-dovey with a nigga and be, you, you could be with a nigga for three years and not know his credit score the whole uh-huh, three no. years. Y'all like, I think what you are you doing? Especially when you get to a certain years. age, when you get to a certain point in your life where yeah. you're trying to elevate, you you having those conversations. Yeah. You're having short gold conversations, yeah, long-term I'm, I'm conversations. But I believe mm. in a relationship, that's like me, me and DJ not married. Yeah. But we've been together for 16, 17 years now. Wow. We did, we married. Yeah. 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 Look, no, I get you saying. Look, look. So when it comes to our, and we have children together and we live together, so we plan house. So you don't get to pick and choose what part of the relationship, like you mm-hmm. want to withdraw and now it's just, a, no, it's a weeding, my nigga. It That's ain't a fact. no you, it ain't That's no a fact. me. It's a weeding. Right. So, mm-hmm. and, and we actually, sometimes we butt head when it comes to this because I believe that it's important that 
we have the financial talk at least, if not every two weeks, at least once a month because mm-hmm. we need to be making smart money moves. Like, mm-hmm. And we got to make sure we on the same page when it right. comes to our visions and our goals and what it is that we're doing financially because the, the plan is not to sit on it, it's to make it grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The money grows. So we got to talk money moves. That's going to eventually actually ruin the relationship because they finances... Not for each other. Yeah, because finances are really... Yo, you're not on the same page. There's no way that yeah. this relationship is going to be successful because you're going to feel stagnant. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This person is now stunting your growth. You're going to start to resent this person. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So sometimes you have to be the bigger person and be like, you know what? It's probably asking too much of you to come up here, so I got to step. Yeah. You know I mean, what I'm saying? But you definitely can't go down there. You yeah, can't you meet them at their level. Yeah. <laughs> That's like we moving. We're going to be moving to a whole nother state or right. whatever the case is. What's the money talk? We got to okay. have a money yeah. talk about that. Yeah. We have to have a plan, a financial plan, even when it comes to small things like vacation. You know, who's funding the vacation? Are we doing it together? You just paying for everything and say, here, go plan what you want to plan. Go do what you want to do. No, let's talk about it. Hey, yo, let me clean this up. Let's talk about it. <laughs> hey, no, no, seriously. I, you know what? I had to think about it. Does does she know the exact amount of my bank account? Do I know what's in hers? No. But am I making a big money move without her? Is she making one without me? Hell no. no I give you, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. I give you a prime. Because I didn't think about it. I, I'm listening to y'all talk. Like, hold up. I do do that. Mm-hmm. I be trying to figure out if I'm, I, if I'm an ain't shit nigga that they be talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if I'm one of them niggas, you feel me? But, um, no, like, I'll give you a prime example. I had lost my car. I had got, I macked up my car, told it, and I'm in the process of looking for a new car. I could have bought the car then and there. And I, and I called Didi like, yo, this car, I'm feeling it, fully loaded. This is this mm-hmm. it for me. I could have just got it. Shout out but, to you. But, and I asked her, I said, yo, do, um, do you think that I should do X, Y, and Z? You know what I'm saying? Should I finish off paying off this this auto loan? You know what I mean? Or should I just should, should I just throw it on the back end? You know what I'm saying? And then okay. you know X, Y, and Z. And she was just like she sat down and she she spoke she talked the money language to me like yo this is what you need to do you need to do boom 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 and I went with her idea I was like oh that make perfect sense because why you know why open up a second auto loan you know what I mean when I could just finish off this. Instead of having to roll over, you know. So, I've done it. Mm-hmm. All right. Shout out to you, though, for doing that, though. Because <laughs> most dudes, their ego and yeah. pride get in the way. Nah, um, but I, I had to think about it. Because no, dude, yeah, like I said, it's not about, hey, this is how much money I got coming in. But I don't make money moves. I don't make money moves over. When it comes to big money, we got to have that conversation. Because we mm-hmm. live together. We have children yeah, together. Yeah. Like, And would you and like it if she made those moves without no. you? And it's and not about control. It's a, and it's not about control. It's about being a part of the decision. So if now you open up the door for her to keep things from you. All right, what's the, not what's the number, though? What's the number, though? Like, what's the number that's like, all right, if you hit over this number, I need to know about it. Because if you're going to go buy two... No, like that. Money, no, money, not. money, spinning. Like, all right, if you're going to go drop 200 on the groceries, that's cool. But, like, what's the number on it? like... Yeah. Or shoot, or but 200 on sneakers. I'm just saying how the shit in the car and then keep me in the dark about it. I don't need to be yeah. on... You see some sneakers. Now, us chicks do it too. No, no. But my thing... No, my thing... 
my thing, yo, is like what's good for the goose is good for the gander, man. So just, you know, include them in, in what makes you happy. If it's something that you're doing and it's making you happy to want to do it, you want to share that, you yeah, know, mm -hmm. with your significant other or whatever the case is. But you don't need my permission, really, like to go buy a pair of sneakers or whatever you want to do. You deserve it. You deserve it. But when it comes to like things like a car, that's something long term. Yeah. But we're that's talking, we're talking big money. Fucks. I mean, yeah. unless, unless, know you on, unless you drop twelve, unless you drop Man. twelve on some sneakers, that's different. Like, but we're talking big money. We're not even talking about two hundred fifty dollar pair of sneakers. And like, unless you just went and bought, yo, I'm gonna go out and buy this eighty inch TV for fifteen hundred. Like, mm. my nigga, where the fuck is we putting this TV? Like, we ain't, you know what I mean? Like. Man. Shit like we, we, when you, when you start talking about shit like that, or you know what I mean, you ain't got you know I'm gonna yeah. go buy this when the fridge is nigga. We couldn't get a fridge though, my nigga. Like fridge is yeah. fucked up in the crib. Like, so you wanna oh, go drop this on that? Where so. You get this? <laughs> but enough about this gender war shit, cause this is about female yeah, bullshit, and and I'm letting y'all rock. We got two topics left, ladies. Yeah, which y'all wanna get into first? Y'all wanna get into the personality conversation, or y'all wanna get into? I don't really like personality, so I'll just ask it then. What is your greatest business tool? So I'm assuming Asia, you feel like personality is your greatest business tool. No, no, I, I feel like personality. Yeah, people okay. buy from people they like. So you get what I'm saying? It. People spend money with people that they like. Mm -hmm. It don't even really have to be so much as what you selling. Because yeah. I'm telling you, like, real talk, we used to run a strip club. We used to run Jersey Girls. Uh -huh. And every day outside of me managing the dancers, I sold the jewelry in the back. And they bought jewelry for me every day. And sometimes the same stuff but they was just buying it because they liked, liked me it, and they yeah. wanted to support me no, that's a fact you, you get what a, i'm you saying so and your personality, personality gotta a be a part of what you do i'm high energy people love that about me that i'm high energy because it makes them feel safe too right. yeah. you know i have that ability to really and it's natural i'm authentic yeah, people though. gravitate no towards that naturally as well because yeah. mm -hmm. you, you changed yeah i'm just nigga i just be putting out <laughs> basically you got to put out what you want to get back so yeah. i'm just putting out that good energy and I'm just being, but that's that's why I say like you gotta show, you gotta be able to show up every day. And it's like very hard sometimes. Like before I come out of the house, I probably done cried in the shower five times, and you know what I'm saying. Got myself together, you know what I'm saying. Whatever you gotta do to show up, you always gotta show up. Mm -hmm. You have to about women. because yeah. they can tell, people can tell, you know, when you half-assing. Mm -hmm. And no one wants to really, no one is going to trust a half-asser. Yeah. You but have to sound confident in your shit all even, the time. Even trying to get y'all together and having multiple conversations with Asia, I could definitely see old Asia like, yo, fuck this shit, bro. I'm out. Like, I could definitely see old Asia. But you gotta have the fact shit. that she has, she was diligent enough to be like, nah, I want to get this done. Mm -hmm. Like, the fact that she kept in touch with y'all and really gave me a plan. Yeah. Like, I could definitely see old Asia being like, nah, nigga, I'm out. Like, you, you bullshit. I, I'm That's good. You can see the growth. Your personality mm -hmm. gets your names in rooms sometimes when you're not even in those rooms. Mm -hmm. So, Asia had dope personality, great spirit, great energy on your show, get mm -hmm. great character. When you sat back and you thought about next episodes of your show, you thought about Asia. That's a your fact. personality is getting you. Y'all gonna make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a big. It's That's what this shit is no about. You, you gotta go, get your no flowers you now. Do. You no gotta get your flowers word, word. now. She got dope personality. We've been able to click. Like I, I, she make me think about me. Like 
10 years ago, you know, you don't tolerate a lot of, you know, you the type of person that you don't tolerate no, no bullshit or whatever. And I appreciate that. But when you get to know, like her exterior, she seemed real hard or whatever mm-hmm. the case is. Like she don't tolerate no, but when you start talking to her, you can see that, you know, she's really soft on the inside yeah. and she's a given person, you know, and she want to see everybody win. Yeah. She want to see everybody win and she, she, she's willing to help other people win because even not knowing her personally, she let me come on her platform, mm-hmm. although I was able to help her, but she said, man, I'm, Look, That's and she fact. put me on yeah. her platform, and she constantly put me on her yeah. platform, you know, and, and it's she, all the way yeah, up. She me. made yeah. a connection, because I was like, once we had that conversation pre-show, and even now, I'm like, nah, we got to talk more, mm-hmm. like, because I dig what you stand for. But even just, it, think about personality, right? One thing about, see, Jess is inviting before she ever talks, because she smiles all the fucking time. <laughs> like, and then it's the dimples <laughs> on top of that, so it's like, you you know what I mean? Like, what you smiling for? Like, so, it's just... It's, I, I yeah. think personality... Is is great because I mean be, I work in corporate America. Yeah. It's high energy. There's my my name and I've heard has been brought up in conversations for positions I didn't even think I was qualified yeah. for because yeah. I have good personality. Right. I'm a go getter and I'm gonna right. show you that all the time. So maybe I didn't even think I was supposed to be in that seat, but my name was brought up in that room. Okay, yeah. but how do you how do you manage as a businesswoman? How, okay. Oh no. Oh, how do you manage as a businesswoman trying to maintain that good grace? that high energy, but not being walked over. You know what I'm saying? Because people will try you because it's like, oh, that's just. That's a good yeah. And then yeah. the, 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 um, the idea that they'll try you before they try Asia based off of, you know what I mean, experience. Well, all right, bro. Thank you, man. Jared rolling out. All right, cool. All right. What? What sets me apart is that people not walking over me. Yeah. If I'm doing something for you, because I'm doing it out the kindness in my right. heart, don't think you got one up over mm-hmm. on me. I right. did it because I wanted to do mm-hmm. it. So, yes, I have a, I'm a nice personality, and I'm a giving spirit. That's just who I am. Me I'm going to give you the shirt off my back. Mm-hmm. And you didn't walk all over me to get that shirt. I right. decided mm-hmm. to give it to you. Mm-hmm. So, you, so that that's a certain... I'm giving you what I allow you to get. You're not going to walk all over me, disrespect me, and take anything that I, I didn't want to give you. Right. Mm-hmm. So, it, it's not like, oh, don't... Tr- it is. I'm nice, but don't try me. And, and if something that's little, yeah. then you out my life forever. Right. That's what and I was then about you, you fucking yep. yourself over. Yeah. You, you missing the opportunity to have a great person like me. Of that's people. that a good person. Yes. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. You only fuck yourself out of a great relationship. Mm. Yeah. I'm ill with this shit. And peep the segue. So the last one is uh. So, but that goes with shifting the mind state that the customer is always right. Because if you really fucking me over. You know what I mean? You're not right. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. like, I can't do good business with people who are not good people. Hey, mm-hmm. This is a big topic going to talk yes, about. Yes, let's talk about it. Get so, into it. I want to change the narrative because I feel like with that old customer is always right BS, a lot of people are starting to feel and act entitled and have a sense of entitlement. Mm. Um, And they start to treat people like, you know, certain people will treat an employee or someone that's just doing their job like shit Mm -hmm. because they spending a dollar and I want to change the narrative because I feel like when you're running a business especially a small business your mental health is important that's 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 the that's the that's the key right so I want to change the narrative and say every customer ain't right Mm -hmm. drop the customer that's giving you a fucking headache Fuck, like, I, fuck them respectfully. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. I've had people 
talk no, to me crazy. You don't mean yeah you know, because you, you come from customer service. No, no, but you to <laughs> me, but to me, you not, not. It's my it's business not, when not, I'm running the business. You're it's not my doing shit. No, it's no favors here. That's how I look at it. You're not like the even the people I work with. You, I'm, you, I'm, you're not doing me a favor. I'm doing something for you, and you paying That's me. That's what I'm we saying. Equal. We on the same page. But people, you but people like, know, I need them to talk to you crazy yeah. by giving you and a dollar. And when you're in the service industry and you're providing a service or you're helping a person and you're working a job, whether it's your business or your job, it's still a certain level of professionalism that yeah. you're supposed to conduct yourself mm-hmm. with Most definitely. when you're dealing with the client. And is the customer always right? You want to make them believe that. They're not always. But, but they're not always right. In my business, I'm a educator in my business and I'm the expert mm-hmm. I'm the expert I'm the professional so it's up to you if you want my expertise you can take it or you can choose to keep doing things your way that's not really working for you but it comes to a certain degree like I'm a solution solver so I'll try to if the situation is escalated and I'm dealing with one of those like irate people that's talking to you crazy and that's trying to belittle you like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll brush it off with kindness so I take the high road that's what, about what the people I do who are consistent though what about the ones that just always find some shit to say you have to adapt to people personalities in business you get what I'm saying? You're going to have all types of clients and you really got to adapt to people's personality and not learn not to take things personal. For right. me, that's my thing. I try not to take it personal. I got people that that's not as nice. To, you wasn't, you was a little standoffish. You wasn't the, <laughs> the nicest person in the beginning. But once I broke through that barrier of you and peeled you back a little bit, mm-hmm. yeah. you started really messing with me and right. you liked me. But see, I work at the bar, right? I work in, in the party industry, right? So I do hookahs. Mm-hmm. So I've had people who actually treat me like, you know, like the help. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and I've had to like, look, this is my shit. Mm-hmm. I'm running shit. You feel me? I'm doing this. Step. Like, you don't get shit. And I feel like, you know, some people say that you have to, like you said, have patience. And I have patience. The utmost. And I'm the most respectful all the time. So if I say you're done. But they're probably not meaning nothing by doing that. It's nah, not, bar. No, I'm not saying they're literally, I'm not saying literally waving money in my they're face. But I, I'm not saying literally waving money in my face. I mean, like, people treating me like I'm the help, the talking help, to yeah. me like I'm the help, thinking that because I'm serving them hookah, I got to find a place for them to sit and I got to accommodate them. You know, shit but like see, that. that's customer service, man. Good customer service goes a long way, yeah, though. Yeah, I give like, great customer service, is, but I would not let the, a nigga stress me out. Because you have, you have customers Asia, that's just hell-bent on finding shit that's wrong. To sell every hookah, right? To sell every hookah, right? And if I don't, though, but it's probably a bad attitude to have. <laughs> then I'm good. This is what I, this is what I, I'm but this still is what I'm good. To you. That's the goal. The goal is to get to the bad. So, brother, they don't know it's your business. They don't know that. And it don't matter if you they think you're the help or not. Right. At the end of the day, you count that bag. Right. And you serve but them. I wanted to have this conversation, too, because I just want to give perspective now. Yeah. So, like, for the people who are customers, before you go and speak ill on somebody's business about Ooh, some customer girl. service mm-hmm. that you received, I feel like you should also have the patience that we're supposed to have with you. It's well, not we fair that, that we got to be so... Exactly. So that's what I'm, spe- I'm saying. You you can't... That's what I mean by the narrative being the customer is always right. Because if we have to have patience, sh- so should you. Where's your basic human decency? All right? When you speak ill on somebody's business or you you have to think how, that is affecting their business negative, n- negatively, especially depending on... You know what platform you use to do it on. You know how many followers you got, and especially if you are another entrepreneur, Aww. you know you should know exactly. You know how hard it is. Like me, when I have bad, when I receive bad service, sometimes 
I'll chuck it up. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know what? They probably just having a bad day. I'm a, I'm a business owner. I know how this shit go. I'm not so quick to be like, oh, this person gave me blah, blah, blah. But it's motherfuckers like that. That's what I mean by fuck them. That's what I mean by when you make me feel like um, a slave for a dollar, some shit like, like my, like I don't matter anymore. <laughs> then it's fuck you big time all the time. That's why I'm like, my, I'm not about to let nobody. I'm laughing of, because people of, act like I'm the bill collector. That's what I'm saying. I do taxes, so when the people want they when they when they don't got their money, you know what I'm saying? They looking at you like you got they check in your fucking bag or some yeah, shit like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They talking to you crazy. They, you not. A lot of a lot of people, especially when it comes to this narrative of supporting black business, y'all gotta understand something. A lot of people will patronize your business and then feel as though they doing you a favor. I'm helping you, nigga. I'm right. putting money in yes. your pocket. So they feel that. as though because they're doing you a favor, you got to show them the utmost standard and respect. You got to expedite everything. And that's that's what, for when y'all said that shit, I, when I looked at that, I was like, hell yeah. That shit happens every day. Mm. I don't want customers like that. I don't mm. want, don't patronize my business. Don't come to me and show up because I'm black. Don't yeah. come to me and show up because I'm your nigga on the block. Right. Show up because you heard word of mouth. Right. I got good quality. Show up because I do a good job. I got, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> we got to we, we say something, DJ? Is, uh, you not feeling what I'm saying? No, granted, I want you to come to Hi, me because I'm black. Hello. How you ladies doing? I'm sorry. Um, it's not that I'm not feeling what you're saying, but it's like at the end of the day, you have to look at the bigger picture. The bigger picture at the end of the day, you're in business to make money. That's a fact. You don't want to do anything that's going to take away from that. So, you know, I understand your logic in saying, you know, I'm not going to let anybody just talk to me how they want to talk to me. I get that. We're going to have a level, we're going to maintain a level of respect on all, all parties. But at the end of the day, you have, put like this, I understand more of the, what you were saying about earlier, you was going, uh, customer's always right. I, I feel like that is more geared toward the bigger franchises because yeah. at the end of the day, they stand they stand to lose a lot more. You know, yeah. they're, they're on the grand scheme of things. Like smaller businesses, if you're wrong, you're wrong. Like, I'm, you're not just going to hit me with the, you know, customer right. always right mm -hmm. on a small business scale because you're not going to come in and just do what you want to do. There's rules and regulations like there is everywhere in the world. So as long as you're abiding by those rules, then we good. But other than that, you're, you're not just going to do what you want to do here. Period. <laughs> I was laughing. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I was laughing because you said that. You know, they act like they doing you a favor. Mm -hmm. you, I be out and people be like, I got you. I got you. No, you're not no. doing me no favor. You don't got me. I'm giving me you a business. <laughs> I'm giving no. you a Here's what we have in our community, right? We have three corner stores, right? Three Spanish stores, mm -hmm. let's say bodegas, right? Mm -hmm. Three Spanish stores, right? Out of all those three stores, you're going to go to one every day because there's something that you like about those stores, correct? You're going to pick one that you mm -hmm. like to go to. Whether it be good service, they always got the right Kit Kat you like, whatever the case may be, there's something about something in those stores that you're, it's going to draw you to only go to that but store. But that's my point. I'm saying go to me because I got good service. Don't go to me because I'm black. Right. But good Don't service, go to me because, you know what I mean? No, but good yeah. service revolves around a lot of things, yeah. guys. That's like going back to yeah. Asia. Black, so yeah. I'm done with that. She like, I, if I you like treat me service. like the help, I'm not going to serve you. Yeah. But they don't know that you the boss. 
It doesn't what matter. You should have respect for humans. They, I'm a they human sh- being. They I don't should. like that. People but when you come, like what type of encounter are you having? Because at the end of the day, you are there to serve. Regardless of who you're serving mm-hmm. it to or that attitude of that person that you're serving it to, you are in the service industry. So you're going to encounter all different types of people. As long as nobody's bringing any physical yeah. type of harm to you or threatening your space like that or being really Harassing. like just degrading and disrespectful, like, give me that, that, that be or you get what I'm saying yeah. Yeah. talking to you crazy at the end of the day your money come from people right. and it's all types of people but I want to say example right so one day one day I was at Cherry's by myself right this so happened to be the busiest day right so busy I gotta do refills now when you do hookahs you know how time is very tedious you gotta even refills you gotta empty dump the coal, empty the tobacco out, clean it out, put more tobacco, burn burn more coal. Like, it's a process. So mm-hmm. this girl, she just see, she saw that I was by myself. She saw that I was flustered, and she just wouldn't stop harassing me. She just kept coming over there, coming over, and I'm like, I have to do the order. Like, I'm being patient, <laughs> and I'm flustered, and I'm like, I'm being patient. You can see what's going on. You see that it's one of me. You see that it's mad shit going on. I got fire over here. Almost burnt my hand. Like, yeah. it's mad shit going on. Where's the, you know what I'm saying? But you think it because you giving me a little whatever. I, don't, I hate to say it like that. I don't it's not say about Because I appreciate every dollar. I don't want to say that, but they I'm need, saying. They need, more, they need more hookah. They need more people doing hookah. <laughs> so I ain't coming they, here no more. They start speaking like, ill yeah. now. So then I like, hear people say, like, yeah, you was t- you know, no somebody complained, and no I was empathy. like, "Where's your empathy?" You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, "It'd be mother, it'd be people like that that who yeah, is motherfucking they they to help themselves." That's like, you clearly yeah. not an entrepreneur because if you did, you would have empathy for me. Mm-hmm. You would understand what I'm going through. You would actually probably try to fucking help me. But some people but instead, don't naturally have that though. Yeah. I mean, some people that's lack that. Like, who, like for real, ser- I can't say people who treat service like shit. Like when you go to right, restaurant, it shows a lot about your character. I'm gonna teach you a lesson. I'm the boss. I run the show, step. Like, so that's just I how I become it. a touchy situation for me because one of my things that I pride myself in is offering world-class customer yeah. service. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Nobody's going to talk to me any kind of way. And people do. People say my services don't work. You and I, we had situations where, you know, a, a, another person that can influence people, huge following, say, oh, that don't work, but it took for the friend to go to the 700s credit score mm-hmm. in a very short period of time to say, what you talk about? It do work. You get what I'm saying? But the words of other people don't make me, although it can damage your brand, it could tarnish, but you can't damage it much if I'm out here providing great, great customer service, service and I'm, I'm providing results to people. So I'm going to just keep doing what I'm doing. I don't really put my energy and stuff like that. I may say, oh, I'm sorry for the way, apologize, try to, de-escalate the situation mm. if a person is feeling a kind of way because when that person flagged you down for that 20 and then you finally brought them they might say here go a $10 tip so that's, that's true, another right. half of the hookah so my thing is just killing with kindness that's right. a fact that's a go. fact mm. y'all done y'all good I'm a fighter y'all don't try it. me but you gotta <laughs> take that Dang. out of everything yeah, the do. real talk cause you got too many things you working on now you got a lot of different great <laughs> no I wouldn't do that in the other field but you, at the spot, you know, you got... And you, and, and you said you was at Cherry's by yourself. You got to take into consideration yeah, that people it. are drinking. Yeah, I know. You know I know. Like, yeah. that'll, that'll actually ease your situation a little bit if you say, she's drunk. Let me let me give her five five more seconds, you know, maybe to get her something. Yeah. It's taking your feelings no, out of it. She, per- personal feelings out of it. I've been game. like that. You know, I'm always... My feelings are actually never in it. But it's like, you know, some people... 
hell-bent on misunderstanding you or, you know, just finding some type of... And that shit pisses me off because it's like, I'm we the same kind. We, yeah. You my sister. You should want me to thrive and be great. Why are you looking for something... Uh, you know what I'm saying? Because some people are like that. People come to your business and they act like they want your help, but they're here to pick your shit apart yeah. and say That's what the so fuck true. you ain't guess, doing and how you ain't I doing it. Do I guess, and I will do drop you like a fucking hot... I guess for me it was different because my dad owns a clothing store, Gentleman's Attire on Bidwell and Ocean. So my dad owns this suit store, the only suit store in the black community where you can go get a suit and tie, whatever you need. And men come in here all the time saying, I want X, Y, and Z. And if my dad doesn't have it, then they begin to tear him down and say, well, that's why I don't be coming and rocking with right. nobody. I'm going to go to the mall. They probably, you know what I'm saying? Oh. It's like, and so my point to you, DJ, was like, all right, nigga, go to the mall. And like, don't come to me. You know what I mean? You ain't come to me doing me no favors. I ain't losing. Nigga, I still made money at the end of the day. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't going to cry because you couldn't get the tie I wanted to give you. Like, go to the mall and nigga, never come back. That was my point. But the customer is always right in a sense because I don't want... I don't. You can't tell a nigga that. You can feel that way, but you can't tell a nigga that because I don't want word of mouth to be. Yo, they don't yeah. treat me well in here. They don't. You know what I mean? They don't respect mm-hmm. me in here. They, it's a black business, but you know how black. That's the right. other stigma. You know how black business is. Right. Black people ain't never on time. Mm-hmm. Black people only got one size. Black people shit never fit. It's like so. I just want to say something. You got it. As a business owner, though, here's, you, here's how you got to look at that. All right. If I if I go back at him and tell him what you just said, you're gonna say to him, "We'll go somewhere else." Yeah. So you, you look at it like this. You take that one person who's going to tell five people that you that's told him to take mm-hmm. his business somewhere else. They tell him so that's five people that's, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> deleting from coming to possibly yeah. see you because you told him go somewhere else. And you just keep multiplying that. That doesn't help your bottom line. You yeah, get what I'm saying? I understand your yeah. point. Your no, point that's a fact. But when people but come, when, when people come to you support that's what I'm saying. It don't it don't cause nothing to show love. It don't cause nothing to show support. Mm-hmm. When people come to you support and you do a good job and they like what you have and they really come to you knowing that you can help them, that shit is gonna be bigger word of a mouth uh-huh. than a person coming to you saying, I'm only here because I heard about the I heard of the black name community that was selling ties and I'm trying to get one. But now I realize you ain't even got the ties I want. So I'm going to the Asians, nigga. <laughs> Go to the Asians, nigga. What's up? So, but me, but I feel your though, point, DJ, because yeah, it's, hard. it's hard. It's hard. I'm telling it's you, hard. real talk, I, it's not even about that for me. I support black businesses, but when the black businesses not supporting me, patroning their businesses, yeah. and they providing me with just bad customer service, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I can't support that. Yeah. I, now, yeah. that's a whole nother topic. I can't support that. I'm coming here. What you want? Right. Now, that's like, different. We, that's that. We can, that's another hour we could be here. That happens. We like that for my money. But But that's the point. It's the same thing when you're coming from the customer standpoint. You get what I'm saying about the whole customer's always right. You get what I'm saying? You got to put yourself. I treat people how I want to be treated. That's my biggest thing. I don't care who they are, what they're doing for me. Good service equals good service. Yo, one thing about this whole convo is being compromised. Like, y'all been talking about compromising with y'all children, compromising Mm. with relationships, compromising with business. So that's what I took from this. Like, I'm going home to have a talk with my lady now. We're going to compromise. Oh, let's go back to the other conversation, (laughs) that finance conversation about knowing the money. Let's have that conversation again. For real, though. Making um, decisions and going out making major purchases without having the talk. Hey, if you don't want to talk about it, we just yell cut. Say cut. <laughs> How much trouble can I get you into? Now she's trying to put you on the spot. I do better now than listening. Don't do that. Don't, don't, 
Now you got a thousand people. Nah, nah. Damn, DJ, well, you she... want to sleep in that car. All you got to do is know how to spin out of it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fact. But, um, ladies, I want to thank y'all for coming. Uh, Asia, I want to thank you for putting this together. My nigga, mm-hmm. gang. You stressed me out. I stressed you. I, tried, mm-hmm. I told you it was going to be a happen. lot of work. We're supposed to have another guest, but we still going to make so, that happen. So let's do this. When you come back regularly, we're going to try to get a session in. Every time you try to come back. We can Period. do that. Yep. So we can do that. Um, ladies, can I get can I get y'all social medias and you know I mean Absolutely. can y'all plug yourselves real quick? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, no, I'm in, oh, on the oh, part. Oh, yeah. yeah, we still recording. Yeah. All right, so I'm at Lanisha underscore the credit plug. Okay. I'm at Jessica Smiley. Jessica spell J E S I K A. And that's Instagram or Instagram, Facebook, Lanisha Trent. Okay. And I'm not nice underscore China White. Mm. Period. And with that being said, this the I don't know who needs to hear this podcast. I'm your main man, Goldie Rube, Goldie Fats. Call us up if you want to crest. Number is one eight hundred eight. Gang. Gang.